हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 26 अर्बन प्लानिंग एंड आवर टॉपिक इज मेन कंसर्न्स ऑफ अर्बन प्लानिंग सम ऑफ द मेन कंसर्न्स ऑफ अर्बन प्लानिंग आर टू रैशनलाइज द डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन ऑफ गुड्स एंड सर्विसेज इंक्लूडिंग इकोनॉमिक एक्टिविटीज कंपैटिबल विद पॉपुलेशन डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन which functions both as an ascent of production as well as consumption to minimize the friction of space to improve the level of living and condition of human environment in view of the low level of per capita income to absorb urban labor supply with increased income of the urban poor in the wake of stagnant economy suffering from the unemployment or underemployment the issue of what are sizes of the towns and cities which would be most advantageous for economic and social viewpoint what should be the ratio of ruler to urban population to release the pressure on the ruler land and maintain economic and social balance over the space to suggest the most rational pattern of land use for economic base of the city to achieve an optimum and functionally integrated spatial structure of human settlement pattern to realize the overall goal of the society the national plans since their first inception that is the first plan 1951 to 56 laid emphasis on rehabilitation of refuges by augmenting the stock of housing supply and linking houses problems on the sound footing of towns and country planning in the second plan 1956 to 61 although the task of rehabilitation was considered mainly as a problem in itself but as a part of a wider spectrum of planning of urban areas and the regions of their location the second plan recommended that the following three problems should be studied methods of securing planned development in urban areas expansion of housing facilities and development of civic administration The third plan 1961 to 66 specially provided for undertaking the preparation of 72nd master plans for practically all the major cities and their surrounding areas including industrial areas and also some of the rapidly growing regions the central government in this plan period suggested minimum directions for action which were as follows control of urban land values through public acquisition of land and appropriate fiscal policies physical planning of the use of land defining tolerable minimum and maximum standard for housing and other services strengthening of municipal administration for undertaking the development responsibilities
The fourth plan gave more emphasis to the need for a national urban land policy. It laid emphasis on the following points. Urban water supply and sanitation, land acquisition and development, and preparation of master plans for the selected towns and regions. The fifth plan 1974-79 gave the slogan of removal of poverty and on the attainment of self-reliance. The following were the major points of urban planning and urban development in this plan to augment civil services in urban centers as far as possible and to make them fit for a reasonable level of living, to make efforts to tackle the problems of metropolitan cities on a more comprehensive and regional basis, to promote the development of smaller towns and new urban centers to ease the pressure of increasing urbanization, to assist in the implementation of projects of na national importance such as those related to metropolitan cities or interstate projects to provide necessary support for the enlargement of the scope and functions of the industrial townships undertaken by the central government undertakings so as to make them self contained. The draft sixth five-year plan 1978-83 gave more emphasis on the infrastructural problems and the plight of the urban poor in the urban areas. The document also recognizes the problem of water and air pollution and the serious threats being imposed by urban dairy to the degradation of human environment. The new urban planning policy aims at three major objectives, revisiting the growth pattern so that the smallest town grow fastest and the largest ones either grow at the slowest or at the slow pace. Decongestion the overpopulated areas of large cities so as to create a more balanced and rational relationship between rational and workplace like shops, schools, etc. and to see that small and medium towns and new cities develop in a way that the problems of the past are not repeated. But all these enactments were in the nature of the directional planning aimed at preparing improvement schemes for specific areas. The improvement trust besides preparing and implementing individual schemes of city improvement or its expansion incorporated the provision of land acquisition and its development and disposal. Although their functions were limited compared to municipal authorities, just jurisdiction was not confined to municipal boundaries alone 
but was extended to include the peripheral areas also without any comprehensive development plan or perspective of growth and its extension to the regional context most of the town planning activities were performed by the improvement trust but some of the trust faced difficulties due to their merger either with the corporations or with the newly created authorities like development boards or development authorities gradually with the emergence of the new developmental agencies like housing boards cooperative housing societies the functioning of improvement trust was discouraged moreover the similarity of functions of both the development board or authorities and the improvement trust also created conflict between the two as the latter took the schemes of more remunerative nature such as development of new areas but neglecting the improvement and redevelopment of older areas of the city the unplanned consequence of such an urban growth of slums and squatters misuse of land and mushrooming colonies in the periphery of the city adding to more burden to the maintenance cost of the municipal administration in an urbanizing society the urbanization of people is meaningless without urbanization of space the lack of urbanization policy under the plans and its comprehension by the master plan bears no relation to the social and economic development plan under the traditional approach of urban planning there was the concept of master plan since the master plans are basically land use plans their subject and object of interest being the development and use of the space they are mainly concerned with the programming of the intra urban space the gradual emergence of this technique of master planning as a control over land use of cities to ensure adequate standard of housing and its transition from housing to neighborhood to city and its further prolongation to area is not adequately represented by the traditional approach of master planning which is restricted to land use planning alone the master plans developed to comprehend the process of the urbanization have generally failed to take account of quick changes in population and its related social and economic trends they are neither comprehensive nor rigid frameworks for the execution of works but signify only broad outlines of the future development plan as a spectrum of various coordinated land use patterns master plan is generally undertaken when the actual development has proceeded much ahead of the operational planning the master plans approach to development as they exist today is designed to accentuate the tide of urbanization 
rather than comprehending the social and economic forces of urbanization now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast Thank you.